Welcome to Medically Speaking, Auburn's own medical radio show with host Dr. Mark Vaughn of the Auburn Medical Group and Larry Finney. Welcome to another day of Medically Speaking Radio on AM 950 K-High here with your host, Dr. Mark Vaughn and... And I'm Larry Finney and you're listening, ladies and gentlemen, to Medically Speaking Unplugged. Today we don't have a guest, but we do have things to give away. Yes, we now, do. Yeah, we, we're taking a, a page from the playbook of uh, our friends at the Garden, Garden Guru. Garden Guru, they do a Yeah, great where, job they, where they, they put people's names in the hat. If you call in, we'll put your names in the hat. Although we don't have a, where well, they had a hat. See, I, Mike got, uses a hat. I have a hat over there. Um, they use the, the dirty shoe, is that what they call it? We can use what? What would be medically? What would we use? Uh, an emesis basin. An emesis basin. An emesis basin. The okay. golden emesis we basin. We will put your your name in the emesis basin. And uh, here's here's the stuff we have to give away today to callers. So this is me a caller driven show. You can call and ask any question. We've got topics to discuss, obviously, but uh, oh, we have uh, well food. People like food, don't they? Doc? We've got food. We have food. We have food all day long. We have um, gift certificate or a, a card to the Beach Hut Deli. We've got uh, a twenty-five dollar, yes, for yeah. dinner dinner at Strings, uh, in Auburn. We have uh, what's this one? What do we got here? We got free free sandwich uh, at Max's Deli. Let's be clear about where Max's is. Max's is located on is that Heritage Oaks? I Heritage think Oak that's Place? the one. Yeah, off of Bell Road. There, there's another restaurant by the same name in town, so that's mm-hmm. why we're trying to clarify. And then after all that eating, we have several passes <laughs> for three consecutive uh, free days at Total Fitness, uh, Total Fitness Gym. So, um, that's right. You have to work off all of that food. Free three days at the gym. So what we'll do is, uh, to every caller, we can enter their name in the uh, the Golden Emesis Bowl. That's right. And at the end of the show, we'll. Pull a drawing out and see who won what. We'll dry off the card and give it <laughs> dry, to the winner. Dry off the card and hand it over to the winner. Okay. So so there's things we can tell our listeners about until we start getting the calls at 885-3565. Uh, one of the things is that we do have a website that gives information about the show, and that is at medicallyspeakingradio.com. And on that, there's the video link so that you yeah. can actually see it, which is up and running, and, and the sound's working. And the week. audio is plugged in. And <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the feed on our video, and uh, I've noticed that you look a, a whole head taller than me. Now, for, for listeners slash viewers that come, you know, don't have to adjust your chair. Well, you mean switch chairs. Well, no. See, the chair that I'm on is so much lower than yours, it makes me look like a munchkin next to you. So Okay, well, I can... Oops, that was the back. That wasn't... There you go. All right, so I, I'm not that much. No, you don't have to do that. You know, so now, now we look like a couple low riders. I can't Get reach. Back. <laughs> All right. Oh, that was the back. Oh, uh, okay. Well, he struggles with his chair. We have no thanks, Mike. I, I, I got it. <laughs> Just as long as we're stationary here. Okay, we have the explanation that. Yeah. I'm not really that much taller. Okay, well, so let's talk about whooping cough, shall we? Okay. Um, California apparently is experiencing epidemic in whooping cough. Um, seven children have died statewide so far this year. 1,496 cases have been reported in California so far, which is a five-fold increase over the same period a year ago. Yeah, yeah. It seems to go in these um, approximately every five-year cycles. And now, have you seen any whooping cough here in Placer County I, or heard I, of it? In the testing I've done, none of the tests have come back positive, but I have been treating people as if they have it and reporting them to the county. Okay. It, it is a reportable disease, so we have to report it. Okay, so you're, you're getting patients that have the symptom? Have the symptoms, right. the but, but classic appearance during an epidemic when nothing else is going around causing 
Okay. A, a cough. Yeah, yeah. Why would we be coughing like this in the middle of summer, right? Right. It could be other things, but yeah. when you're middle of the epidemic, they, they've got the uh, paroxysmal cough, meaning cough, 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 <gasps> cough, 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 and they yeah. feel like they're going to throw up. Yeah. They started with a fever. Been going on for longer than you'd expect a cold to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, treat it. So the only way to know positively is, is to do the test. Now the test sounds and looks a lot worse than it is, and it's what's called a nasopharyngeal swab. Ew, that means something's going up my nose, huh? Yeah, it does. So you go straight back through the nose to the posterior pharynx, nasopharynx, which means the throat behind the nose. Mm. It's very very small though, but mm. usually usually someone's eye waters. Uh, in the process. Yeah, yeah. and not yours. I, I feel for them. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet you do. Okay, so what do you do? Booster shots, right? So what do yeah. we, yeah. Well, what it's included in the tetanus shot. Yeah. And we do it normally for the boosters for the kids up until approximately age 11, and then we just kind of say, okay, you're good. But uh, we've had to change a policy. Now, the, 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 the tetanus shot is commonly what they refer to as the D, DTP, the, the DTP cocktail there that Diphtheria, yeah. tetanus, pertussis. Yeah. But the adults normally have only been getting the DT. And the reason is because adults don't get terribly ill from pertussis. But now the CDC is recommending that everybody as an adult get a single uh, DTP to help protect for the rest of their life against pertussis. Right. And, and that includes people over age 65. And, and many health departments are suggesting that people in contact with infants and children on a regular basis should be encouraged to get the shots, too. Yeah, because yeah. it's the children who, uh, who actually die. And it's very contagious. Like very, uh, capital V underscore, very contagious? Yeah, yeah. For All example, right. if you are a household member of someone who has it, you have more than a 50% chance of getting it. Oh, that's not good. Just living in the same household. Not a good plan. Okay. What's our next little topic here? Uh, the phone numbers. The phone numbers are, <laughs> yes. Uh, we need to say what it is we're giving away. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we've got uh, Beach Hut Deli. This is food now. This is all kinds of food. I guess we should be clear that we're not giving it away to the first caller necessarily. It's going in the right. in the Emesis Basin yes. for a drawing mm-hmm. at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. But somebody who calls will get the Beach Hut Deli card. Somebody will get the Max's Deli card. Somebody will get the uh, Strings, Strings restaurant card. And that's, that's good for dinner for two. That's the big one there. Yeah. That's the big code. Yeah, I'd like to get that. Yeah, I think, uh, well, I have my cell phone. I'm going to call You're and disguise call. my voice. You're going to call me? I'm going to call myself and talk to myself <laughs> on the air. Okay. I see Mike on the phone. Is he calling? <laughs> no. Well, let's let's talk about CPR a little bit here. Stay alive. Wait a minute. Mike's on the phone. He's. Uh, yeah, we can't talk about CPR. We can't talk about CPR yet. Oh, we need a little CPR music, Mike. Yeah. Um, anyway, oh, CPR tunes. Wait. Well, that's let's, let's, okay. We can take a call or two on top of this if you want. No? Can't yeah. do it, huh? All right. He can't I don't do know. both. He can't do both. All right. All right. We're going to talk about CPR. Well, what music is it? That's Staying Alive, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. And we chose that song because the particular beat. The tempo. The tempo, if, as it were, of that song is the pace at which chest compressions for CPR should be given. A new study shows that those bystanders, mere bystanders, who only do chest compressions save nearly as many lives as those who do the chest compressions with the rescue breathing. Yeah. In fact, the the evidence in recent years has been such that uh, I have a hard time even encouraging people to... uh, think of rescue breathing in terms of CP, in terms of CPR at all. Rescue breathing is appropriate for respiratory arrest by itself, meaning stop breathing. 
Yeah. But when it comes to someone with a heart attack, they actually do better if you just forego the rescue breathing and just do chest compressions. Well, and this is good news for bystanders who just just don't like the idea of putting their mouths on the mouths of a total stranger. Also in the setting, oh, we've got something here. Oh, uh, he's telling us that we have a a caller. John. From, John from Auburn. Okay, we'll come back to the we'll, CPR. We'll, we'll come back to CPR in a minute. But John's but John, time is important. John clearly wants to talk to us. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning John. I understand you're calling from Auburn. Yeah, from Auburn. Okay, we were hoping for somewhere exotic, we're, we're, but, we're, but we love Auburn. Yeah. Well, well, uh, I went to school with Larry. Oh, okay. John, John B. Oh, Johnny B. Johnny Google. Yep. Johnny Google. Yep. Oh, Johnny yeah. Google. Uh, you know, I heard you saying earlier that adults normally get the DTs. You know, normally get the DTs only those who are in detox. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, some some adults get DTs. Yeah. 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 We have a little home winery here, and we. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We don't get that. No, no. We're, we're mixing topics here. That's right. <laughs> I know. I know this different DT. Yeah. But I told you my name in a hat. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. well, actually, it's not a hat today, John. This is a well, the golden emesis bowl. Yeah. All the gut gets thrown in when they're cutting on someone. No, no, that's whatever. a the, the emesis yeah. bowl. That's a uh, you know. Yeah, we we put we stuff in them. We put stuff in them. Oh people. yeah, yuck. Okay, um, do you do you have any uh, general medical uh, question for us today? I mean, this is, it's not often you well, get the ear of a doctor yeah. for free. Yeah, um, right offhand, no. I just saw my doctor and nothing's okay. Uh, um, nothing's really going wrong with me. Well, that's Aside good. From being fifty-four years old, you know, you, yeah. you're not thirty years old anymore. But he did go to school with you. That's true. I suffer from the same disease, John. Obviously, <laughs> you, you can't. You can't lift the stuff you used to be able to lift, and you can't work as long as you used to be able to, and you still think you can. I, I, no, I can still leap tall buildings in a single bound. Uh, you know, it, maybe it takes a little running start, but, you know, I, I can still do it. I still have all my magic powers. So, <laughs> I, I, I listen to your guys' show every week when I'm home, you know, if I'm working in the shop. Good. I'm sometimes making too much noise to hear it, but, hey, still on. Excellent. We, well, we appreciate your excellent skills at assessing or accessing information for the show. Quickly, we'll be, yes. That's good. Yeah. Keep, keep on clipping, and we'll catch up sometime. All right. Okay, hey, good deal. Hey, thanks, John. So All right, so John goes John goes in the uh, Golden Emesis Bowl here. I was thinking about changing his name to Johnny Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha? Oh, yeah, he's like, like that like, like the, service that you like call into. Like the kids into? are always doing with their uh, Cell phone? text phones. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they're not reliable. Johnny's reliable. That's true. We've had some weird Cha-Cha answers. Yeah, yeah. So um, where were we on the CPR? Oh, CPR, yeah. So, so the whole point is CPR. Rescue breathing. Rescue breathing. So that you can do the rescue breathing. Uh, no, you can do the chest compressions without the rescue breathing. And there's some reasons that you kind of want to. That One is, you know, the hesitancy to... Put your lips on someone else's lips you don't yeah, know. Yeah. Another one is. Well, it depends on who the someone is. Well, okay. Yeah. All right. And then the other reason is that because oftentimes when uh, these things need to be done, mm -hmm. someone will vomit uh, as part of the process. Oh, yeah. yes. Mm. Uh, mm, and you don't want your mouth there. Oh, yeah. yeah mm. Toss cookies. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, some birds feed their young that way, but, but humans are not meant to. And you're not to, supposed yeah. to put cookies in their mouth. No, you're not supposed to. Okay, do that. but but I'm checking the study here now. How would we know this, right? How would how the study shows yeah. this? Well, let's. Okay. Here's, here's and I had a question for you on on the study. This this researchers team evaluated 19 just a little over 1,900 patients who had out of hospital heart attacks and were given CPR from bystanders. Which I have to say, that's an incredible number yeah. that they were able to get. Well, I, I, in, I'm in imagining study. how they're doing it. Is that this, the, the bystanders are being instructed by emergency dispatchers. So I would imagine that those participating in the study or the researchers were in the dispatch office. Through an EMS system or now, several EMS systems. Because they, they, otherwise they'd have no control. Patients were randomly assigned. Now, this is the part that kind of creeps me a little bit. 
patients were randomly assigned to get either chest compression or only or conventional CPR with rescue breathing. So in other words, the researcher is saying, ah, for this guy, just give him the chest compressions. Don't do the breathing. Are you a little concerned about informed consent? I, yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned about, um, yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're tweaking with somebody's possibility of their living or dying out there. Yeah. In the name of science, you know. Things like that will happen, specifically in emergency medicine, uh, and they'll get approved by institutional review boards in a situation where the, the best data we have does not give you a definite answer as to which is safer. It's not been shown with what we call evidence-based medicine, which right. means you have the study that shows, hey, these people did better in their outcomes. And there was enough uh, suspicion that people would do just as well with just chest compressions. There's a couple of different factors that go into the why of this. We haven't discussed that yet. Yeah. Was that in your article? I don't remember it discussing um, the why. The, the Actually, why they decided it. to do this? No, why, why we think the chest compressions are just as effective. No, I don't think okay. it discussed that point. But the, the American Heart Association is looking at this from the point of view of, number one, when people mess around with rescue breathing, when they're doing chest compressions, the chest compressions suffer. And the most important thing is to circulate that blood okay. because what we're trying to do is get oxygen and nutrients to cells that need it and to take away waste products. That is not happening at all if you don't have circulation. Mm -hmm. The other side of it is, well, it needs to be delivering oxygen. Right, and, and if you're not, not breathing, there's no oxygen happening. And, and and one of the problems is how much oxygen content is there in someone's exhaled breath. Oh, in other words, right. the rescuer is exhaling into the right. chest. Right, they're yes. not getting room air. They're right. getting someone's own waste products. Yeah, so CO2, it, yeah. So there is oxygen content to it, but it's reduced from if it was just room air. And the uh, so th there's not all that much there. And the oxygen isn't going anywhere if the chest compressions aren't being done. Right. And the action of the chest compressions itself it mimics breathing. Actually, causes a bellows-like uh, movement of the chest, so there is some movement of air. Not mm. only air, uh, or I shouldn't say not only air. Not only is something going back and forth, but it's room air instead of someone's exhaled breath. Okay. Uh, I think it's time for a break. Uh, when we come back from the break, feel free to give us a call, 885-3565 or 1-800-950-5244. We're giving away food, and, and, and uh, so far, Johnny Google is our only uh, contestant, so you, you may, got a good chance. He may get a lot of meals this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The content of this website and the Medically Speaking Radio Show are meant for entertainment and for general information purposes. No doctor-patient relationship is attempted or implied through the show or the website. Any medical advice, home remedies, and all other medical information on this website or radio show should not be treated as a substitute for the medical advice of your own doctor. Do not attempt any treatment mentioned on the website or the show without consulting your doctor. Always consult your own doctor if you are in any way concerned about your health. If you need a doctor and live near Placer County, call Jen at 530-886-8630. If you have a medical emergency, call 911. Medically Speaking Radio, Dr. Mark Vaughn, Auburn Medical Group, K-High Radio, and or our sponsors are not responsible for any diagnosis or treatment made by anyone based on any of the content of this website or the Medically Speaking Radio Show. In addition, the views and opinions expressed on the show or on linked websites are not necessarily those of Dr. Mark Vaughn, Hey Hi Radio, the Auburn Medical Group Incorporated, or any of the show sponsors. Few things in life are harder than thinking about serious illness or the death of someone you love. 
Research confirms that Americans want the basic services that hospice provides. Care at home or in a home-like setting. Treatment that preserves a sense of dignity and respect. Emotional and spiritual support for patients and for their families. And effective pain management. Hospice helps patients and their families deal with end-of-life challenges in a life-affirming, compassionate way that brings dignity, hope, and love to every day of life. This message of love and caring is the focus of hospice care. This message is brought to you by Sutter Auburn Faith Hospice. We can be reached at 886-6650 or click on the link for Sutter Auburn Faith Hospice on the Medically Speaking radio website. Larry, have you ever been to Auburn Drug Company? Yeah, that's the one with the marble soda fountain at 815 Lincoln Way. Yeah, right there in front they have the marble fountain. And in back is an independently owned pharmacy right here in Auburn. And that thing has been around for a long time. Since the 1800s. They are so great because they actually fill your prescriptions when you ask them to, unlike the chain drug stores that make you wait. You know, and waiting there wouldn't be a big crime because, heck, you could always go to the soda fountain. That's Auburn Drug Company at 815 Lincoln Way in downtown Auburn. Give them a call at 885-6524. Now, back to Medically Speaking with Dr. Mark Vaughn and Larry Finney. We're back from the break right here on AM 950 KI. But you're using your FM voice. Oh, that's right. We're, yeah, we're, we're AM, crystal clear mono without all that annoying stereo <laughs> distraction. That's right. Even though we're, I'm the left channel, you're the right channel. Sometimes. Okay. Uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about... Um, all sorts of things. All kinds of CPR and so forth. Tetanus, we gotta, CPR. But we got to throw out the uh, numbers again and, and let listeners who may have just tuned in, uh, what we're giving away. We're giving away food. We're giving away food at the Beach Hut Deli. We're giving away dinner for, well, either dinner for two or one really huge dinner for somebody who's hungry at uh, Strings. We've got, uh, again, we got food at Max's Deli. And then uh, all you eaters, when you want to work it all off, we have several three-day passes to Total Fitness. We're giving those away at the end of the show. If you want to get your name in the running here, uh, 885-3565 or 1-800-950-5244. And uh, what were we talking about CPR then? Uh, we, were, we were just finishing well, up. Well, I, I was hoping that maybe CPR. somebody would actually call oh, in who has survived yeah. having had CPR. And the reason I say that is because there there has been a caller to the show who is a, a CPR survivor. So well, if you're listening... Call in at 885-3565. Or using the same number, if you have ever uh, given CPR, been called upon to give CPR as a bystander. Or if you're a family member of someone who has survived CPR, call in at 885-3565. But meanwhile, we're going to fill in with a little news here. Um, This came out just this week. UCLA researchers, that's, uh, I'll say it more slowly, UCLA, that would be that big college down in L.A., researchers have discovered the uh, cell that causes prostate cancer. The, they have discovered the identity of the prostate cell that goes awry to produce cancer, a finding that could lead to new approaches to prevention and treatment of this common plague in men. Uh, they, and then they get wonkish on me. Now, you, uh, maybe, you can, yeah. maybe you can translate for me. The, they had previously decided, uh, believed that the, these tumors were originated in the so-called luminal cells, but now they believe it arises in the basal cells. Now, So we're talking about a, it's coming from a tube, obviously, because yeah. a the lumen is the uh, the inside hole of a tube. Oh, okay. The inside lining, yeah. And then the basal cells would be toward the the um, outside of the tube. Oh, okay. The, the, where the base, where the cells grow up from, whereas the luminal cells are the ones right inside of the uh, 
very inside okay. of the tube. Right. So the middle of the article goes into all of the minutia of how the study was done. We won't, we won't bother with that. What does this all mean? At the end of the day, it says scientists now know which cells cause prostate tumors and the pathway they take to get there. It may be possible to devise new drugs to treat them and even medications to prevent transformation at an early stage. So, yes, indeed, that is Hopefully. good news. But we're, that, we're still out at the front edge of that. Yeah, that's, that's a, no practical application yet for... Uh, for us in the trenches. But you figure it's a, it's a step. Yep. It's a big step. Yeah. Lice. Oh, my goodness. Where did that come from? I don't know. It, it, it was, you know, when I, I scan around for news, some stuff pops up. It just it just comes fishing right up to the top like it's a big deal, and you see that there are 325 related articles. So I assume, that being the case, that it's it's got to be big news. Well, I read this uh, thing on it's on head lice. A pediatric group issues new lice recommendations. Well, first, first before we dive into the article, have have you, uh, as a parent, or or even as a patient, had had to deal with head lice? Uh, the closest we've come as a parent is the uh, letter that comes home from the school. Thankfully, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. And the letter says what typically? Uh, that somebody in your child's class has lice, and you uh, you should. Be on the lookout for the yeah. either the lice themselves or the nits on the base yeah. of the hair shaft. Yeah, and 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 the, uh, another part of it, I guess, for the for the victim, for the for the the, the lousy student, they're told to stay home. Yeah, you know, they have yeah, they block them from staying so, home. Well, until yeah. they get the the treatment with yeah. the uh, I'm trying to remember the word nicks or the uh, the. Uh, Pediculicide, I believe, is the word for it. Oh, pediculicide. I, I think they. I don't have just, my computer in front of me, so I can't. Yeah, I, I think they should all just shave their heads. Uh, unfortunately, that, that doesn't works. get rid of it. No, it doesn't. No, shaving the head doesn't get rid of it. Well, your hair is continually growing, and they can just attach to the. Yeah, I thought they needed some warmth. Anyway, um, one of the issues that, that that this new study has come out with is, I, I, the, the message is headlights aren't that bad. I mean, this is what they're trying to say. It, it, it ain't that big a deal. It doesn't mean that you're a bad parent. It doesn't mean that uh, you lack sanitation in your house. But there's a there's an odd. That, that's um, for the first time. <laughs> well, no, it's okay. As a parent who's had a kid come home with lice, and interestingly, only one of them we didn't it didn't run rampant through the house. We had you know the oldest one had had a couple bouts with it. You've got to. It, it's such a hassle. It is. Because the little rascals apparently can hide in the, but this time the kids' plush toys, their teddy bears and all yeah, these things, and, right. and the bedding, and so you're putting all that stuff in in Ziploc garbage bags, and sealing them up. You know, it's like, you know, you feel like uh, you're disposing of a body or something. You're t- putting the teddy bear in the in the in the garbage bag, sealing it up for I can't remember what the quarantine period is, but a yeah. number of days, so that the, the hatchlings, should they come out, they'll they'll find no no host. And they'll perish, and and it's safe to put things back. Yeah. But um, the, the the part that I found humorous was that the stigma of, of lice has led parents to attempt dangerous methods of treatment, ranging from acetone, that would be your fingernail polish remover. Yeah, yeah. let's not put that on the kids. Yeah, acetone, bleach, WD-40 oh, to loosen eggs from the hair. Well, WD-40 will loosen anything else, but it will not loosen those <laughs> nits from the hair. It, if if it's what's the old uh, the, the the guy's expression you know if it's if it's uh, if it doesn't move and it should you hit it with WD-40 and if it's moving and it shouldn't you duct tape it anyway <laughs> so acetone bleach WD-40 
dousing children's scalps with gasoline. Oh, please, no. No, yeah. When all else fails, while, parents have been known to shave their heads. Yeah, while smoking, right. No, not, not good. What, and what was that from, uh, what was the thing they use in my big fat Greek wedding all the time? Windex, yeah. For everything. Windex. Well, I don't know. I'll get, get Johnny back online. He's Greek. Does, do they, hey, Johnny, do they use Windex for everything? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we, so, and then, and then having said all that, the, the study goes on to say, well, lice aren't such a big deal. And then it goes on to say, well, so we've added a new set of things to fight the lice. Uh, there was a, a chemical whose name I will not, cannot pronounce. They call it Nix. It's sold, it's sold in stores as Nix. Um, the new set of products, or the, the new study adds products to the lineup. Well, when other methods fail. So it, it's really nothing new other than you know, get over it. Shampoo yeah. your kid's head with this stuff and yeah. quarantine the goodies. And you, there's no need to keep them home from school. So yeah, we're not concerned about it spreading other disease. You know, the the lice they're not that bad for that. It's right. It's just the annoyance they're just, they're of, just, of them themselves. Itchy. Yeah, they're itchy and, and yeah. annoying, and that's it. You're and not going to die. Of You're some not going to die from you. them. Yeah. Okay. So, callers, if you've ever had head lice, if you've ever survived CPR, if you've had your DPT booster. Or not. That's right. Give us a call, 885-3565, and we will give away... Beach Hut Deli. Dinner to Strings. Strings. Max's Deli. And, and three-day three pass to Total Fitness. Passes yeah. to Total Fitness. We have several Absolutely. of those. Several of those things. Now, speaking of all this food, we move on to weight loss. Weight loss. Weight Losing loss. Weight. Oh, well, we have, we, have, we have Mike suggesting to us that maybe we take a break now. We could. Okay. That'd be we, fine. We could, we could do that. So uh, once again, the numbers are 885-3565, 1-800-950-5244. Don't let Johnny eat all this food by himself. Since 1966, Sutter Auburn Faith Hospital has been providing award-winning care to members of the community, to people just like you. The tradition of excellence continues today with our comprehensive family birth center, cancer services, 24-hour emergency care, and a whole range of outpatient services with convenient hours and locations to serve you. In addition, we've been recognized for excellence in managing heart attacks, heart failure, pneumonia, and surgical care. We are one of a select few hospitals in the state to earn recognition from VHA's West Coast region for sustained outstanding clinical performance. To learn more about Sutter Auburn Faith Hospital, visit us on the web at SutterAuburnFaith.org slash MedicallySpeakingRadio. That's SutterAuburnFaith.org slash MedicallySpeakingRadio. Sutter Health, with you for life. This is Dr. Mark Vaughn. I want to tell you about my dentist, Rodney Kihara. His office is located right in town at High Street and Auburn Folsom Road. His staff is pleasant. They smile when you walk in, and you know who they are because they're there every time. We're talking about Flo, Cheryl, and Judy. Their pleasant faces welcome you into the office and let you know that you're in the right spot, a comfortable place to go to the dentist. Call Dr. Kihara's office at 888-1966. That's 888-1966. The doctor would say, don't stick anything in your ear. 
unless, of course, it's medically speaking. On KHI, the voice of the foothills. Now, back to Medically Speaking with Dr. Mark Vaughn and Larry Finney. Yes, thank you, Gary, for that nice introduction. We are back from the break at uh, AM 950 KHI. Medically Speaking Radio with Dr. Mark Vaughn and Larry Finney. And what we're talking about is your calls. So uh, the, the phone numbers are 885-3565, and if you're out of the area, 1-800-950-KHI, or 5244. And we do have some giveaways for people who call in. And what we're doing is uh, giving away food. Uh, we have a gift certificate from Max's Deli. Somebody's going to get that. And we also have a gift certificate from Strings. Someone will, will get that. We have one from Beach Hut Deli. Somebody's going to get that. We also have uh, workout passes for Total Fitness, three-day three so, trial. So basically we can have three or four winners. That's the point. This is not coming out as a total package. You're not going to get all this food in one chunk. Right? No, 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 right. no, 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 no. Unless, unless you're Johnny Google and no one else calls in. Well, but even Johnny has to. We have to draw his name randomly to see which thing he gets. That's true. If, so, if, if he's the only name in it and we happen to not draw his, right. he, he wouldn't get it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Because we should put a blank card in there so that he only has a 50-50 chance. <laughs> yeah. so. Leaves more for next week's show. <laughs> okay, well, talking about food and so forth, um, this is this was from WebMD, or at least it was published on WebMD. It's a study done by others. Recording weight online may keep pounds off. I love it. Yeah, what we have here is one of these, um, um, I, my own health plan, it's one of those blue somethings, mm-hmm. okay? Crosses, shields, whatever it is. Uh, and they encourage their their um, subscribers to log on to a website. And w- what mine does is they, they uh, tease you by giving you a point a week. And when you've accumulated so many points, they give you a $50 uh, debit card. Or, or recharge the debit card that you already have. And every X number of weeks, they'll give you another 50 bucks. And what they want you to do is do things like follow a health tracker, you know, track your blood pressure, record your weight, um, record the summary results of your last doctor visit, you know, various vital uh, blood pressure, you know, what have you. Or read articles of interest to you, like, for example, uh, articles vis-a-vis diabetes, hypertension, exercise, weight loss, whatever. So this apparently is a similar kind of thing, and the study suggests that that those who record their weight online and and track their progress tend to keep the pounds off. Now, here's here's the study itself. Researchers studied 348 people and found that those who logged into an interactive weight loss maintenance website to record their weight at least once a month for two and a half years maintained more weight loss than participants who logged in less frequently. The obvious question to me is, are you not just suddenly polling some very disciplined people? I mean, think about it. Once a month for two and a half years, you know, you're logging in, and you, you, you're the kind of person who can, can pick a routine and stick to it for a long time. Here's the thing. You could tell if you took a randomly selected group of people, and then within that group, I'm sorry, within a group of people that are doing the study, randomize them to the group that does that and the group that doesn't. Yeah. And then see what happens. And that would tell you whether it's because it's disciplined people who do it or not. Was it a blind, um, was it a a study with two groups? Uh, Let's see. With a control group? Well, let's see. It says to enroll in the trial, people had to be overweight or obese based on their body mass index and taking meds for high blood pressure or high cholesterol. And let's see, for the first six months... Participants tried to lose weight by attending weekly group meetings. 
Uh, they were encouraged to keep food diaries and given educational information about diet and exercise. To be eligible for the web-based program, participants had to lose at least nine pounds. Okay, so they, I guess they started them off with the the first cut, and if they could lose nine pounds, they put them on the web-based. That doesn't. Yeah, that sounds like participants you're right. randomly assigned to the internet group had lost an average of nineteen pounds. It said randomly. I don't know. It, it it's it. We're not getting the details. Yeah, I'm not there, but it sounds like there was some unintentional stratification going on there of of the patients. And it, you know. It's, like a fait accompli, we've we've called out the successful uh, types, and then uh, anyway, it could be. So here's the study. You got 348 people, right? So um, let's see what, what's the what's the take on this. Those who who logged on at least once a month for 26 of the 28 months kept off the largest amount of weight, keeping off an average of nine to 19 pounds. There there is a principle that that's behind all of this that we see, and that is accountability. Yes. You, if if you're going to be asked how are you doing on your diet, you do better than if nobody's keeping you accountable. Although this doesn't say if the once you've recorded your weight online, if other people can access that information or not. No, on this one, it's just simply that every every so often you're looking at it yourself and, and entering it, and you know it's there. You could do that in a diary, though. Yes, you could, but they didn't. Ah, they weren't. Yeah. Somehow so, having it where the computer knew they were doing it was what added the extra accountability uh, over just doing it on their own. Okay, okay. So the, the, the thought that maybe somebody could be looking at Psychology. this. Psychology. Yeah, so, someone out there in in, uh, in Cyberland is looking at my weight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> They're yeah. looking at everything else. You, you might yeah. as well look at that, you know. <laughs> All right. And, and that's what's behind so much uh, that's out there for weight loss, you know, you, you can't turn on a TV or open a newspaper without seeing something that's telling you how they're going to guarantee you weight loss. Mm-hmm. And all of them, I shouldn't say all of them, but a lot of them are using the same principle of keeping track and keeping someone accountable. Mm-hmm. I've had patients over and over tell me that they will be more disciplined and lose weight through exercise and eating less if they're paying money to a gym. Yep. Yeah. Well, and you're right, the accountability partner and, and, and yeah. a lot of so-called, you know, the personal concept of the personal trainer, right? Or, That's right? or a training partner, whatever it is, someone else that you've got to, um, you go out running with regularly or exercise, go to the gym with regularly, they'll they'll drag you along if you're not feeling like going and, and vice versa. The external check. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Well, I thought you were going to say that, you know, the, the idea of, of weight loss is, is being thrown at us constantly, and it is. Anecdotally, from the, from the uh, magazine stands, as you go through the checkout at the supermarket, if you look at your uh, – most of these magazines are, are targeted to women, right? If you know, Think of your, your typical supermarket checkout stand. There's two subjects always – Besides the the picture of the the buxom babe on the on the magazine. Well, then there's the Brangelina alien. Yes. Oh, th- well, I'm not talking about that one. Oh. The, it's it's always weight loss and sex. Those are the two things they talk about yeah. on the cover of the it magazine. Looks like to lure it. you in, weight loss and sex. Yeah. They go hand in hand apparently. All right. So, on to um, the Binky Fairy. Before we talk about the Binky Fairy, let's throw out the numbers one more time because we we've got some oh, yeah. good stuff to give away. Yeah, I'm we're sure. uh, quite a ways through the show. Yeah, we, are, we still have. We uh, are bribing our our listeners. We, here. we only have one caller who's going to be entered in the drawing for these so, different things, and, and we'll, we'll one more time. Who we yeah. got? We we have um, gift certificate to the Beach Hut Deli. Excellent sandwiches, by the way. Yes. We have Strings Italian Cafe. Another one of my favorite places. 
And this is that's like a dinner for two job. That's that's a twenty five dollar thing. You know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's not just you. It's you and someone. Or take a take a big dent out of the bill. Cheap date anyway. And then we have um, deli sandwiches at at uh, Max's Deli. Yeah, I, I guess the name of the restaurant is Max's, as is the the new restaurant in town. But this is the Max's. It's the deli that's located over uh, off of Bell Road. I wonder if he's any relation to Max Beeman. Max Beeman. We might hear that a little bit yeah, later. Yeah, maybe on. not. Okay. So uh, the numbers are 1-800-950-5244 or 885-3565. Onward. Yes. To the Binky Ferry. The Binky Ferry. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a, an article from Time Magazine. Jean Twinge knew her daughter was too old for a pacifier, but liked the comfort it provided, not only for her three-year-old, but also for mom and dad. Twinge, a psychology professor at San Diego University and co-author of The The Narcissism Epidemic, Living in the Age of Entitlement, knew it wouldn't be easy for her to part with the pacifier. So she did what many other modern parents have done and enlisted the binky fairy to take the child's pacifiers and, wink, wink, give them to babies who need them. In other words, the the story goes like this. Uh, The kid wakes up one day after being hooked on this little pacifier, the binky, and can't find it. And mom says, well, you know, you've reached that age. The binky fairy has taken your pacifier. They come in the night, they, they take your pacifier, and they move them on to other little kids who need them. And maybe even leave a note there that says, the binky fairy, you know. Thanks you for here, your right. contribution. Thanks you for your contribution. I'm recycling this binky to a less fortunate child, and it's off. Now, have you maybe as a doc you've got you've seen patients bring their kids in their their kids are fairly old with the old binky you know there it says when when toddlers can give a full report of their day with a pacifier clenched between their teeth it's time to to yank the binky or or if you know it's hard to shave around it <laughs> well, we we do we do in fact have a caller i think okay we'll come back to the we'll, binky we'll fairy we'll, we'll we'll continue our discussion of the binky fairy in a moment but, but uh, Kathy's calling in apparently Go ahead, Kathy. I'm just calling to sign up to win some food. Absolutely. You can uh, do that. Well, where, 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 in, where geographically speaking are you calling from? Colfax. Colfax. Oh, very nice. Wow. Our first um, Colfax caller. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do that for you, Kathy. But uh, we'll have to ask you a couple of questions here because this is an interactive show. Have you ever done CPR to someone else? No. Or or, or had it done? No. Oh. Well, we're we're we're. we're I'm getting to this point of the story of the Binky Fairy, um, and, and it talks about parenting by lying. They call it. You know, you tell your kids little little things just to you know move them along. I've I've had, I've told my kids some whoppers, which I'll I'll bring up. But you know, have, have you ever have you ever do you have kids that you've lied to to uh, get something out of them or to, or to or to uh, change their hmm. behavior? Gosh, it's been so long. I imagine I must have though. Yeah, like you I can't know. imagine not having done that at some point. Yeah, in time. you know, like like moms, you know, if you cross your eyes, you know, tell your kid, you cross your eyes, it'll stay that way. Oh yeah, you know yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm sure I did, but you know, my kids are in their 30s, so. Maybe we should call them ago. and ask them. Yeah, let's call your kids. Have your kids call in. Because <laughs> I, I, I guarantee yeah, you. Yeah, they have plenty of stuff to tell you. They they, they know I the remember lies. things my mom told me, but they're not probably good to say on the radio. Well, um, okay. We, we Maybe may... you could hint at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, well, she had a client who 
she was a hairdresser, and her client didn't have an ear, and so my mom told me if I did certain behaviors, that would happen to me. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> there you have it. See, that's the kind of thing we're talking about. All right, Kathy, we're, we're going to put your name in the Golden Emesis Bowl for the drawing for the food. Thanks for calling in. Uh-huh. All right. Thanks, Kathy. Bye-bye. Oh, let's see. We, we also have Jim from Cool. No, 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 we don't. We don't? He, Jim from yeah, he, he, he waved me one. off. Oh, he waved off. Okay. Um, so going on to the, the Binky Ferry and the lies people tell kids, it says here that um, I, this, this, this person's a psychologist, so she, her, her point is that in earlier generations, kids wanted to make their parents happy, but today's parents want to make the children happy so they're more permissive and let the kid hang on to the Binky a little too long. Thus, the author of the book about narcissism. Narcissism living in the age of entitlement. Yeah. Are we wanting to take a call from Jim now? Oh, yeah. Jim from Cool. Jim. Uh, good morning. You're on the air, sir. All the way from Cool. Hey, Doc, hey, uh, I'm 74 and uh, starting to slow down. And uh, I'm uh, wondering about some things that are going to affect me. What, what, what happens as I age? Well, as you age, your cells that normally have the ability to repair themselves, the whole body is made of cells, uh, no longer have that uh, ability quite the same. Every time a cell divides, there's risk of there being an error in the uh, transcription of the DNA from the old cell to the two new daughter cells. And normally, we can actually repair these mistakes that are made in the DNA code. But as we get older, this ability to correct errors decreases and certain things start to come out. Uh, one, one notably is control, control of growth of cells. For example, cancers, which come uh, more so as people get older, for most cancers, that loss of control leads to the cells just growing uncontrollably and invading into other areas. And we see other areas where we don't have that repair mechanism in place like it used to be. On skin, you can look at a person's skin who's in their 70s and compare it to someone who's in their 20s, pinch it to see if it has elasticity and just goes right back to where it was. Don't you pinch me. I'm trying to do it to Larry, but he won't let me. No, I'm not letting that happen. That's a long answer to say. His his question was, what happens as we age? I was just going to (laughs) say, we get older. Um, You know, that's... that's (laughs) <laughs> that's that's basically what's another happening. area where We're we see this, this process yeah. of not having the repairs and loss of elasticity is in the blood vessels, and that's why we get higher blood pressure. Yep. You can't stretch. Yeah, it's happening to me and, and uh, joints. So, so this happens to the whole body. It happens to uh, make you less uh, capable of fighting off disease with the immune system. The, I guess a good question would be though: How do is there any way to slow this down? I mean, genetics is one factor, but but can we mitigate the effects of aging in any way? Exercise. Different lifestyles age differently. We know that people who take care of themselves and get regular exercise have less problems with the aging process as a whole than people who just sit around and. Well, Jim lives in Cool, and I happen to know that people who live in Cool tend to take care of themselves. Is that true of you, Jim? Not as much as I should, I think. I think we can all say that of ourselves. We can always, they can always do more, but um, there we go. So uh, I I take it you would like to be entered into the uh, drawing. Okay, well, we'll, we'll right. c- consider it done, and we'll we'll go to a break, and then, and then at the end of the show, we'll uh, we'll We're gonna have to call have out the, we'll we'll have a drawing, we'll call out the names. So you're 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 in the uh, Golden Nemesis Bowl there, Jim. Okay, thank you very much. Thanks Thank for calling, Jim. If you would like to speak to our hosts about today's topics, please call 530-885-3565. That's 530-885-3565. 
We will return to Medically Speaking with Dr. Vaughn and Larry Finney after these messages on KHI, the voice of the foothills. to let you know a little bit about our practice at the Auburn Medical Group. The physician, nurses, and front desk personnel all approach the patient asking themselves the question, how would I want to be treated if I was in the patient's shoes? Listen to what one of our patients has to say about her experience at the Auburn Medical Group. My name is Susie Brown. I just want to sincerely thank that group of people for being there for me in some emergency situations. They are very efficient. Their staff, including their receptionist, even when you call her, she's got uh, sympathy and compassion for you. And when you're ill, that's what you need. The nurses, the nurse staff is wonderful. And Dr. Vaughn listens to everything you say and they just get on things. They do not let anything lag. If you need a doctor, call us at 886-8630 or look at our website at auburnmedicalgroup.com. Hello, this is attorney Max Beeman. I specialize in frivolous lawsuits, and I've never lost a case. You heard me right. I've never lost a case, and I've done hundreds. No case too frivolous. Was your coffee too hot? Was your soup too cold? Did the traffic signals make you miss an important appointment? I get big awards for my clients in cases just like these. In these tough economic times, you can't afford not to sue. Winning a lawsuit can change your life, and I can make that happen. Call me, Max Beeman, 916-384-0237. 916-384-0237. Now, back to Medically Speaking with Dr. Mark Vaughn and Larry Finney. <laughs> I love that commercial. Yeah, we, we, we welcome Attorney Max Beeman <laughs> to our fold of, of um, advertisers. You can't afford not to sue in this day and age, baby. <laughs> you can't afford not to sue. Uh, okay, uh, we, have, uh, we have Bonnie on hold, uh, oh, yeah. and I think Bonnie wanted to talk about CPR. Bonnie? Yeah, I think. Is it my turn? It is. You're on the air. What I, I took the class about six or seven years ago, and what I most cut out of it is I'm afraid to do it to anybody because they were so concerned about, you know, where you have to crack, I guess, the, the stress phone, and oh. they had a point there. They said if you hit that, then you can kill the person. So that's what I remember most about it, so I'd be afraid to Highly try processed. it. Wow. So if a person's dead, you're afraid to uh Well, they're not dead yet. You know? <laughs> well, well, or if, about to if, die. If, if they don't have a pulse, they are. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. They're gone, and uh, so that's a message, I guess, that should be put out there with CPR. Oh, okay. is if they truly are pulseless and their heart is not beating, uh, you're, you're not hurting them. You take the chance there <laughs> and, and yeah, go that's for right. it. Anything you can do to them is, is, it can't be worse than the state they're already in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think I need yeah. to take a refresher course. Oh, and if it's been that long, there actually is new uh, a new way of doing it. You know, they don't even have the rescue breathing for, yeah. for uh, regular um lay people who are, who are doing it so so here's the thing bonnie can you in your head can you mentally play the song staying alive are you familiar with it yep yep okay there it is that's that's the tempo you want to keep up on the chest yeah. okay oh here it comes oh, and bonnie right. where are you calling from i'm in auburn okay and do you want your name also put into the uh drawing sure if i'm eligible well, but i won something last week too I got oh well that's okay that. i mean uh, you know you're, wow. you're one of those lucky people yeah, we'll okay, we'll cool. we'll, uh, we'll give the information as to who won what at the end of the show, and uh, winners can come down here to the K High Studios next to the Old State Theater on Monday uh, anytime and pick them up. We'll have uh, we'll have them tagged with your name Monday because okay, cool. uh, we're getting out of here as soon as the show's over. Yeah. Okay, thanks a lot. Thank right, you, thanks. Bonnie. Okay, bye bye. Okay, do we have any other callers on hold? Or, or, oh, we do. Before we get into, uh, he's, he's he's trying to hold up a sign here, it says, but it uh, says uh, Anita. Oh, Anita. 
Okay. Anita, please, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, yes, hello. And Anita, you, you are calling from Auburn? Yes, I am. Okay, and were you also wanting to be uh, entered in the drawing? Please, yes. Absolutely. Listening to the topics, was there something you wanted to mention or a question you had? Yes, my question was, that even if you don't do the mouth-to-mouth, do you check to make sure there is an airway open? Ooh, we hadn't even no, talked about the, that. Yeah, the study didn't even talk about that. If yeah. there's no airway access, you've got to... You know, you're not going there. to get any... Uh, not any movement. You're right. There's no movement. Absolutely right. Um, I don't know if they uh, are addressing that or not. I would I would hope that it's mentioned. Here's the thing. They're trying to simplify it to the point that it can be taught in the shortest amount of time and retained the best. And the, so the, the concern I would have is if we're putting a lot of focus on other things like keeping the airway open, which is important, there may be less people catching on and able to do it. And the end result would be those people who are out there in cardiac arrest who have an airway that is open would be less likely to get the benefit of somebody trying CPR on them, even though there would be people who would not survive the CPR because we didn't make sure the airway was open. Mm-hmm. So it's a bit of a gamble that's, deciding how much to teach people. That's a, that's a great question. It makes me wonder if, if Anita is a medical professional or has been. Yes, I'm a retired RN. Yeah, you know about keeping the airway open. <laughs> well, uh, it's you know we used to take classes all the time and make sure the airway is open. So yeah. n- that had not been mentioned uh, any place that I've heard it, including your program, so I was right. curious. You're absolutely right. You know, we think in terms of the ABCs, A being airway, air, uh, and, and in the medical profession, we're taught that that's the order to do it, yes. airway, breathing, circulation. We're actually changing that paradigm for lay rescuers so that they can actually be equipped to remember enough of the principles to make a difference in a victim when they otherwise may not be able to. So certainly for people who know how to make sure an airway is open, that would be necessary even uh, necessary to be able to have that bellows process going when they're pushing on the chest. So. Well, it was just, just a thought. Yeah, okay. you're, you're right. Uh, well, I appreciate your uh, uh, people that you have on. Uh, many of the doctors are very informative, and it's been an excellent uh, uh, program for me to listen to, so I've enjoyed it. Well, well, thank you very much. We wouldn't be anything without our listeners, so we thank you. All right. All right. Thanks for calling. I think we've got yet another caller. This is like eBay, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, this is Wilma. This is from Newcastle. This is a little Newcastle, England, or Newcastle, California? Oh, we can imagine that it's actually <laughs> it's Newcastle, England. She used the 800 number, no we'll doubt. listen to her accent. This is from California, I hope. Uh, oh, she gave it away. <laughs> Let us fantasize, won't you? Anyway. <laughs> Oh gosh! Anyway, I really enjoyed your show. I I, I just I've, I've been tuning into K High for a long time, but I haven't really listened to one of your one of your shows throughout. Well, we're the here whole every week. Hour. Yeah, yeah, we're wow. glad to so, have you call. And uh, every Saturday at ten she, o'clock, she can't take the entire hour. <laughs> it's, it's just, oh no, that's it's not just true. <laughs> so much medical goodness. Yeah, too, too much anyway, radio magic. Could, could you put my name in the prize bag? We will do that. Absolutely. So, so Wilma, it's probably been a while, but um, can you remember any any lies you told your kids to uh, get them to do things? Oh, geez. One one thing I always remember is is trying to get them to eat liver liver and <laughs> onions, and yeah. I used to try to convince them that it wasn't liver; it was steak. Oh yes, oh. but you it know, never worked. I've I've had that one told to me actually. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, really? It's a different kind of steak. <laughs> yes. It's, 
It's the yeah, other they, they still, to this day, they still don't like liver. Oh. Uh, yes, there's, there's certain things you, that you know, you'll never develop a taste for. That's <laughs> oh, right. <goodness>. Okay. <laughs> okay, Johnny Google's got some competition now. There's, wow. there's six Look names in. Uh, we, probably gotta, we probably ought to get to the, uh, oh, we should the, do the actual drawing. drawing huh? Okay, right. Wilma, thank you well, for thank calling. thank you very much. Okay, th- those are all the names? These are the names. How all are you right. going to do drawing with sticky papers? They're all uh, going to stick to But they something. all look the same. All right. All right. <clears throat> are we going to have Mike pull it out of that? Yeah, hand, let's or? have Mike come on over here. We'll out of the card, any Emesis card. Basin? All right, out of the, out of the Emesis Basin. Don't here get your go. fingers in the liquid. Mm. Yes. Ooh. Okay, Mike, you can't read what's on these. <laughs> and uh, he he's, putting, oh, he's picking his nose. <laughs> I think he's... They're sticky as All it right, is. Let's, so. give away, let's give away the... Um, what are we giving away first? Let's give, the, the, the Beach Hut Deli. Oh, Beach Hut Deli. There we Beach go. Beach Hut Deli. This is Beach Hut Deli. It's, and each, it's a card for $10. And and a three-day pass to the uh, fitness. And a three-day pass Okay, total pick, pick one, and that's going to go to Anita. So Anita gets... Anita! Anita gets you won. that one. Okay, st- stay okay. with us here, Mike. Okay. We're going to keep so, going. So okay. Anita gets that one. Okay. Uh, Pull another one. This is going to Max's a deli. Sandwich at Max's. Sandwich at Max's. That's Johnny. Johnny Google gets the sandwich oh, gets at that. Max's. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. And so the, the big kahuna. Here comes the big kahuna. $25 at twenty five bucks at strings. I think it has to be the strings in Auburn. Oh, Mike's trying to get it for himself. Yeah, he's trying. No, you can't do that, Mike. You can't. This isn't like... Oh, Mike goes with Kathy. Kathy, you get $25 gift certificate or a card for uh, strings. Congratulations to all our winners. And a pass to the gym. And, and a pass to the gym for each. And there is one more pass to the gym. The uh, let's let's roll that one over for the next go. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Well, those are our winners. And um, so, how much time do we have left? Can I finish uh, my article on the Binky Ferry? Okay, go ahead. Well, here, here we got one minute. Okay, yeah. the upshot is that eighty uh, percent of parents lie to their kids to try to influence their emotions or behavior, according to this uh, psychologist. And she used the the little Binky as an analogy how to how to get that thing. You don't want your kids running around with that thing in their face when they're five or six. So. Parenting by lying. I, I really have a problem with parenting, parenting by, by lying. lying, and I I don't think I've done it. My my kids may say differently, but I can't think of a time I've done it. I do know that I've. Uh, encourage other people to use ones that my brother used to use on me like uh i think your mom wants you or uh, go tell your mom she wants you uh yeah i can remember uh telling some high school kids hey tell them such and such well i think it's time to tell people to stay in good health it is and we appreciate uh, all of our listeners thank you for calling in this week that was fun we uh hope to do it again soon to have a a, a more of a a call-in type show next week we're going to have dr miranda again the pulmonologist new pulmonologist in auburn who's a sleep sleep doctor yeah he did the sleep study stuff yeah but uh until next time this is dr mark vaughn and larry finney telling all of our listeners to stay in good health